Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to All Warfare is Local. County by County is just the beginning. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will dine with him and he with me. Revelations 3.20. Patriots, good evening. Tonight is Friday, April 8th, in the year 2022. And we have a lot to cover tonight. This is another crazy world, but the biggest thing to keep in mind is, in the end, all warfare is local. And that is how we're going to take this all back, is us each focused on our local communities. Before we begin tonight, you all need to make sure that you maintain your good sleep. And good sleep is accomplished through good things to sleep on, like pillows and sheets that are of the highest quality. MyPillow.com, not only a patriot company led by a CEO that's a patriot and a Christian, carries Christ in his heart, but a company that lives its values and fights for liberty across this nation. Your dollars actually make a difference and are a part of the vote. So head on over to MyPillow.com, use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and acquire some of the best products on the market at substantial discounts. Right now, the Giza sheets, which are Giza cotton sheets, some of the most comfortable sheets you'll ever have, truly make a difference in how your sleep goes, are reduced as low as 60% with your promo code BARDS. Also, the classic MyPillow, down as low as 1998 with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And they also have a new pillow, which is a Giza cotton sheet or a Giza cotton pillow, fantastic pillow, along with many, many other things for sleep. Pillow toppers, mattress toppers, they've got men's and women's sleepwear, towels, all of it substantially better than anything else you're going to find on the market with great savings because it's direct to you and no middleman since they've all tried to cancel my pillow. Mike Lindell has fought back and brought those savings directly to us. So Again, head over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code, use your promo code, B-A-R-D-S. The landing page is our landing page for Bards Nation. Our promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that same promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the MyStore site, and the FrankSpeech.com site. And if you want to speak to a Patriot Pillow counselor, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And use your promo code BARDS and they'll get you all hooked up and you will be happy you did. Some of the best products you can possibly have to ensure a good night's sleep in the middle of this crazy war that we're in. So Patriots, a lot of things going on right now, a lot of crazy things going on. Obviously, there's some developing issues coming out of this D.C. nonsense. Horrible, horrible. Um, I've heard up to 100 fetuses have been found from the... the, uh, this investigation that they've been running and that's still unraveling, but this is just another part of this disgusting group of people that are leading this nation. The one thing that we have to get very clear in our head is that we are dealing with an insurgent group that whose fascist flag takes the form of a rainbow who sees that pedophiles are seizing key control elements within the government and they're attacking us at every single level. This is a government gone wild and mad. And it's because they have they are just pure evil. There's no way about it. People that are supporting this government, it's rapidly becoming a place that if you're going to continue to support this government and progressive politics, you're just no better than the devil himself. And we just have to start getting hardline about this and calling it out as it is. Those that want to support the Biden administration, those that want to support Disney, those that want to support progressive politics, you're all groomers. And this is going to have to be like, are you going to be a groomer or are you going to be an American? 
And it's just that sick at this point in time. And it's just continuing to devolve and get worse literally almost by the day. Now, with that, you've got a tremendous number of things in motion that are happening, and none of it is to be taken lightly. New York State Supreme Court Judge John Michalski was at his house apparently raided by the FBI, and mysteriously, he ended up committing suicide. He was found dead. They say they just listed it as finding dead, and then later they came back and said it was suicide. Huh, that's interesting. And this entire issue of food is becoming a major crisis. I keep talking about it and how important it is that people grow their food because in the midst of all this crazy that they're attacking us with, with this snip-off-your-weenie agenda and this run-under-a-rainbow-flag agenda, and support the pedophiles of Ukraine agenda. What's happening here undercurrent is they're gearing up to manufacture a massive food crisis across this nation. Egg prices have skyrocketed 52% in two months. As many as 11 million turkeys and, I'm sorry, 11 million chickens and 2 million turkeys have been, they say died, they've been culled, they've been put to death. Egg prices, let's see, eggs reached their highest price point since the beginning of the pandemic. I would That would be the pandemic. This is out of the Daily Mail. The avian flu is also threatening to raise prices on the poultry products in the coming months as deaths are of other species like turkeys continue to mount. Shell egg prices have climbed $2 to $2.88 a dozen, an increase of about 52% since February. I want to point out this. You've, you've been hearing that the inflation rate is 7.5%. That's all masked. Keep in mind that just this one item alone, your inflation rate was 52%. 52%. More than 1 million birds have died. Actually, 1 million birds have been culled. And roughly 3% of the egg-laying chickens in the U.S., more than 11 million, have been culled or died as a result of the disease. That's just very so very coincidental in all of this. And, of course, they're now coming up with a new vaccine for the animals, which is likely going to be another one of their mRNA things to poison the meat that you have to eat. So make sure that you're starting to source out local sources for your products from local farmers, get to know them, get to support them. It's going to be necessary. That's only one part of the equation, though. The equation that we keep talking about is the necessity to get your own garden going and your own production of sustainable eating going. Now, all of this is doable in any level you're at. You just have to work at it. And I've said this over and over. It doesn't matter whether you're in an apartment or whether you're on a 10-acre farm or an 80-acre farm, or one-acre farm. The focus really has to be whatever you can do, you have to stock up on basics, and you're going to have to start growing some of your nutrition. And as we do that, every single one of us, this effect that we're going to get hit with will be minimized. But they have no intention of making this easy. That's just reality. Kazakh... uh, Kazakhstan, I can't even say it today, Kazakhstan uh, is going to put restrictions on grain and flour exports. That's another blow to Europe. And since Ukraine is not going to be exporting, and now Kazakhstan is not going to be exporting, you can be guaranteed this hand puppet regime that's controlled by the central bankers and China and the Vatican is going to be using our resources to feed them and not us. That's coming. That's not even a question. Then you have a already increasing gas costs. Gas costs have increased over 46% in a year. There's your real inflation numbers. 46% is what the cost of gas has been going up. And so now to help that along, to make sure that that number doesn't get any better, Biden halts oil gas leases amid legal fight on climate costs. 
climate science is completely jacked up and engineered. The Biden administration is delaying decisions on a new oil and gas drilling on federal land and other energy-related actions after a federal court blocked the way officials were calculating the real-world costs of climate change. In other words, officials were doing jacked-up calculations trying to impose unnecessary taxes, so the federal court blocked them, and so the Biden administration countered by denying leases. This is, this is a war to win their agenda at any cost and to force-feed us their religion of science, which is a complete falsity all the way around. So this is continuing. You're, you're looking at the, the collapse of a regime, but they're not going to go down easily. They're infiltrated from top to bottom. And that's the one thing to really keep in perspective on all of this is from the most high levels in the world down to your most local levels in your school districts, these freaks have taken control. And at this point in time, just about everybody in this progressive new world order, i.e. Nazi world order movement, I'm just categorizing as a freak. It's just, it just has to be a point where we just hit a line of intolerance because we've done all that we can to try to bring them across. In the meantime, we have people dying everywhere from this injection. And that calamity is upon us as we're also being faced with other crises. So this is a global event. It's going to require everybody to come together and start working together to get past it. And there is no way around it. I want to play for you a really amazing piece. This is from InfoWars. It's a five-minute piece, but it lays out kind of the it lays out some real opportunity to understand the power of local action. We keep focusing very high up on the strategic issues, and there are many. There's weird things going on all over D.C. They've got sandbags in front of all, almost every federal building now. That's a weird one. No one knows what that's about. After they built the wall in front of Washington, D.C. White House. And these, there's just strange things happening. And the point is that they're not telling anybody the truth. You have a despicable leadership that is coddling the pedophiles. You have corporate leadership that's coddling the pedophiles led by Disney. The national pedophile movement is being led by Joe Biden himself. With that, they've empowered the trans movement, which is just a bunch of freaks as far as I'm concerned. And if you're young and you're, you're feeling you're, you're being inappropriately treated by those comments, um, just open a Bible and shut up and read. You are a freak, and you were born as either a man or a woman, you don't get a choice in this stuff. So this whole war that's being waged on us is being waged to force us to comply to what is essentially about 5 million people in this entire country that truly have a problem. I don't know how else to say it. And so for 5 million people, you want to change every bit of the legal status and court status. In the meantime, all of this is designed specifically to keep us divided and keep us off base. So the whole point of this tonight is really to kind of map out a little bit of this massive movement. And, and I'm going to do that, and I'll, and I'll get to the InfoWars piece in just a minute. But I want you to just kind of follow me here on just kind of the massive movement of things, okay? All roads lead to Ukraine. And the reason I want to map this out is I want you to realize, and I want everybody to kind of get in their head that we can't affect big things. It's too much, it's too much bigger than us. It's way bigger than us. Where we affect things is a strategy of coming bottom up. Now, this is a classic operational strategy that I actually worked with with a fantastic team in Afghanistan. And it, it was literally framed as top down, bottom up. So there are people working from the top down trying to take out these dirt bags that are sitting on top. But their effectiveness is only going to be maximized if the people on the bottom do their job by taking control of the communities and working bottom up. So in the bigger picture of things, what we have right now is one of the greatest criminal cabals and a network across the globe we've ever imagined. And it has taken years to get here. They have hid themselves under, well, they've taken over the entire Rainbow Warrior movement 
and they've implanted their pedophiles throughout that movement so that that movement, the gay-lesbian movement, now is completely silent on the pedophiles that have taken over their movement because they don't want to offend anybody for, for fear of stepping on one of the stupid letters in their alphabet. And you've got Disney, who's completely corrupted by pedophiles. If you doubt that, go back 10 years and realize that every year in the last 10 years, they've had some group of people arrested for child exploitation, child pornography, child pedophilia. And then that goes all the way back to, the, to Walt himself, who's a 33rd degree Mason. So you're hearing some churches now coming out. I heard one the other day, a sermon by some car, car salesman type pastor of some mega church. Oh, my friends, we have been so, we have been so shocked by the revelations of Disney, who's come out in front of us and told us upon the whole world that they have been diddling kids. He didn't say that. I said that. These pastors, I swear, most of them probably know it anyway. And then they started to, to, to talk about, well, Walt Disney would be so sh so shocked by all this. Walt Disney. He'd be, he'd be just shocked by the dream if he had for kids. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He, I don't know if you know this or not. The, the Disney worked with the CIA to buy the land in Florida. So let's get that clear. So most of these people are intentionally trying to mislead the flock once again. And the corruption in our pulpit is just sick across this nation. So right now we've got a corruption in our churches not universally, but a whole bunch of them. And right on the front end of that sword and that lead, let's not let's give the credit where credit's due. Catholics who you've been out there for years dealing with pedophile priests and have said nothing. And then we got the Southern Baptists, who you had a whole bunch of pedophiles in your network that was broken up about four years ago, and you've said nothing. So yeah, the churches are corrupted. We've got this whole in, insurgency going across this nation of people that truly hate America and they truly hate everything about the idea of individualism led by Bill Ayers and his crazy bunch of cronies. All that dates back, goes back to the Letterman and their infestation that comes across here. And then we've got our movements that spurn out of that, like Antifa, which happens to be funded by the same oligarch that's been funding Hunter Biden, that's been funding Zelensky, and who owns Burisma. Starting to see the connection now. All roads lead to Ukraine. You've got the Biden crime family, who does a really good job of looking like a bunch of stooges in the public, but they're not. And then, of course, part of that is like this amazing experience. I Still, it's just absolutely incredible how Senator Kennedy... Chappaquiddick himself died of the same rare brain tumor. I don't know how that happens. As Bo Biden, that's amazing. Must be a political thing. Maybe, you know, almost like you would think that somebody sacrificed him or something. And then you have, so you have the Biden crime family, you have the Clinton crime family, you have the Obama crime family, Barack Kenyon Obama who's been running our government from remote distance as he puts the hand puppet Joe Biden in front. And, of course, if you look at that play, what's really important to understand is naturally Hillary was never going to have a chance to run because they needed Joe up there because he's so retarded that he's the one that Mr. Hand, hand Job himself, Barack Obama, Kenyon, could manipulate him from afar. We have a bunch of stooges up in D.C. I mean, these are literally people that are all being controlled, and they're all being controlled by echelons above them. We have a war being waged on the world by big pharma, and it just so happens that every single big pharma company in this country has an office in Kiev. That's the same country, for those of you that forgot, it's called Ukraine, that has 30-plus bioweapons labs that were funded through Burisma and Biden's connections that we're all getting Defense Department money, our taxpayer money, to build and do research on things like aerosolized rabies and building the drones that they wanted to test going across the border into Russia. Not that that's a declaration of war or anything. You have a dollar right now that's kind of in tailspin. Thank goodness Putin has done a fantastic move of putting the ruble pinned to the gold, 
which the press is not talking to anybody about, because if you let people know that, they might start to invest in rubles, which probably isn't a bad idea. Ruble pinned to gold, 5,000 rubles to one gram of gold. In order to buy gas or petroleum products out of Russia, you have to now go through their central bank in Russia. You have our government facing total meltdown of our economy with an inflation rate that they keep trying to polish, so kind of like polishing a turd. And this thing is like seven, they tell you seven and a half percent when real prices are actually increasing by 30% in the last six months. That's real inflation is 30%, which means 30% degradation of your buying power. So you can start to see the picture. There's a lot of things happening here. On top of that, we have things that are beyond even the government. Thank goodness there's some things that exist beyond the government, but these are problems as well. Our topsoil is depleted. 30% of our topsoil of our rich agriculture land is gone. In the meantime, China's buying up huge swashes of our, of our corporate or of our uh, agriculture land and turning it into a China corporation basically to control the food supply out of here. We have drought in the Midwest, the worst that we've seen. In fact, so bad that they're having wildfires now where they should be growing corn and critical grains. The cost of energy is up, so farmers are having to pay more. You have the, re- the cost of fertilizers up three times. That's potash and urea. And Russia has, the, has kind of the major source of urea and potash that we're now having to suffer the costs of because of an intentional blockade on those products. According to Potaski or Pesaski or whatever her name is, circle back Jenny, we're now at war with Russia, which was kind of a surprise. It's like, oh, that went fast. We went from, we're going to put sanctions on you to a declaration of war, apparently. Amazing. And all of this war is being fought against us in an information campaign while they continue to push for that most important and most sacred thing to have you get another injection. So when you step back and you look at this and you kind of peel back all of this nonsense, there's a number of things that start coming up that are very critical to synthesize and to really get into our way of life. Number one, the government is now our enemy. There should be no question in anybody's mind that we have a government that has turned on its people and is the enemy of the people. The government is working in concert with corporations. And here's the thing. The, the way that the Act of 1871 works, this is a lot of information tonight. Just buckle up because I'm, I'm just dumping it all here so you can kind of get a big picture. The Act of 1871 subject, subverted our Constitution and in subverting our Constitution, they turned the D.C. from a district into a corporate control element of the country. And in so doing, they've transferred everybody into citizens, which is critical to understand because once we became citizens, we became subjects of the corporate entity. We became employees of the corporate entity. That's how they're able to leverage all of this through their illegal laws. And why you're seeing this sort of rampant run outside the Constitution because we're not under a Constitution as far as D.C. is concerned. That's the fiction that they keep ramming down our throat. They like to make you think. And what Trump, President Trump did most powerfully is he forced them to comply to the Constitution. And that's one of the reasons they were having such wig out moments because they don't function by the Constitution. They function by their corporate charters. And we as citizens don't really have a say, though they like to tell you you do, but between the PSYOP of the information war that they put on us and the other side of this, which is the, the, the elections, which they make us want to think that we have a choice, which we don't, they have shaped all this into a place where they're controlling everybody through corporate relationships. Again, watch how this works. D.C. is a corporation. Your state If you check your state, you will find out that your state is a corporate entity. If you check your city, you're going to find out your city is a corporate entity. And then you start to look at the corporate partners. These are multinational corporations, Nike, tech industry, which is another corporate tyranny. All of these corporate relations that they do when this hand puppet Biden is telling them that 
these corporations need to impose masks or impose vaccine mandates. They're doing it through the corporate rules, which have been reaffirmed by the Supreme Court to say that the corporations essentially can work outside of the Constitution. So point of all of this is this is so massive in its architecture. If you're going to walk into their system, which is literally walking into the matrix, there is, you're not going to win. And this is why I'm so against this, all the efforts going on right now. And by the way, corporate, corporate entities are also churches. They're just nonprofit corporations. They're the same thing. This is how they seize control of them. This is the 501c3 model. And once you step into this corporate realm, they control you if you're going to play at their level. When you get, when you start looking across the spectrum of things too, I mean, if you, all these people that come up is, are suddenly celebrities and big stars, they don't get there unless they're selected. Everything is an orchestration. It's all a hand puppet show. And we're literally, to use that metaphor, we are literally witnessing a movie. I wouldn't say watch because I can't stand watching this film. But it's, we're witnessing a film. We're witching, witnessing a script. And it's not like somebody has it all laid out. It's like every one of these layers has a scripted outcome. If you are going to be a tennis star and you're going to be at a global level, there's going to be a cost going up. So that cost is ultimately going to be your soul and probably something to do with some horrific sex act because it just has to go hand in hand. That's how they control people. Everybody in D.C., for the most part, has been bought off, corrupted, and controlled by lobbyists and control agents above them. And this, this, keeps, this is what keeps the whole system together. And what's on the back end that funds everything? Three elements. One, drugs, both legal and illegal. Actually, four elements. Two, you have Human sex trafficking, massive. That's a big one right there. Those two. Military, you have to have that. The military industrial complex, so you can create wars and and sell military equipment. And the fourth one, and this is the beauty of them all, is your birth certificate. When they take you in under maritime law, that's the whole principle of the birth certificate is that it represents a bill of lading, a right to enter the port. They designate a cost on your body, your soul. And that cost is something like a million dollars. And they trade that and barter that across the world. And that's the back end to all of their system. So each one of us has a debt put upon us. So, we have become part of their commodities of trade across the entire world. We are literally all enslaved, whether we realize it or not. So this is the system that we're working in. So if you hear me talk, and I do, and I will, I just kind of cast off as ridiculous the idea of trying to change this system from within, with one exception. I do absolutely believe that we can change the system at a local level because it's the one area that we live next to, that we have accountability to, and that we can use many methods of influence and truth to accomplish what we need. It's also where we can build community and relationships and, the, and build bridges to bring people together. But when you step outside of your local community... For some, that's going to be even on huge counties, like in huge cities. You're going to have to focus on local community. We start getting too far out. They have the ability to intercede and corrupt. And the one thing that this is going to take is this is not going to require and it can't depend upon a national organization like a Republican Party, Democrat Party, which are all, that's all one party with two faces, to get this done. This has to be organic. This has to be down at the local level where people are coming together and working together to clean up their neighborhoods. And hence, what's the pivot point that unites us all in a common general walk? It's our relationship with God and our faith. That's it. Because human beings are good people for the most part. There's always some dirtbags. But they're not corrupted to the level that we're seeing. We're, we're witnessing pure evil. These are people that have rejected God. These are people that have ultimately are worshiping a dark lord of some fashion 
and they pride themselves in the corrupting of humankind. So we have to get to a place where we are literally working to build bridges past the politics and past all this nonsense, and we've got to get serious about the threat that's coming because what is coming at us is literally a tsunami, and we are being given all the indicators. They're telling us straight out what's going to happen. These headlines that are coming out, Larry Fink last week telling people that you're all part of a privileged generation. Well, no, we're not, but yes, we are. And when these shortages start to come, Americans have never processed or experienced food shortages like we're talking about. Last time that may have happened, the closest we got was the Depression and the Dust Bowl. But we are facing what is truly food shortages. Not like you can't go get your favorite can of beans. This is like no beans at all. And just to highlight that, I just ordered a bunch of more product, much more product for prepping. Here's what I was told today. I was told that winter wheat is not a currently available. I was told that in the bean order that I made, I ordered like something like uh, 30, 20 bags, 25 pounds each. They could only, on one of the bean orders, which was lentils, they could only fill half of it. And I was able to get my other part of my order. So two thirds of my order is there. The rest of it, they can't even get. That's locally where I've never had a problem. This is seriously This is getting to be very serious, and this is why I keep saying, keep your preps up, don't stop, keep moving. Now, all that said, that's kind of the lay-down framework, which is a lot. I want you to hear this piece from InfoWars, going back to where I started. It's a five-minute piece. I want you to listen to it, and I want you to understand that there are some really massive actions happening on a strategic global level that will impact all of us. But again, keep in mind that they are only going to be successful if we at the local level are successful in reclaiming the control of our communities. So take a listen to this. Dr. Reiner Fulmick is the public front man for an international team comprised of hundreds of lawyers and medical experts who have begun legal proceedings over the CDC, the WHO, and the Davos Group for committing crimes against humanity. The protocol for the PCR test given by the WHO and the CDC was knowingly set to a level that guaranteed 100% false positives or false negatives. So there is no pandemic. This is all about getting people to take the shot. Their argument is that we are at the very least being subjected to an illegal experiment. And at the worst, global genocide. Dr. Fulmick points out how the experimental jab is in clear violation of all 10 of the Nuremberg Codes, which carry the penalty of death for those who violate them. Number one, voluntary consent is absolutely essential. There should be no intervention or any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, or any form of constraint or coercion. By definition, a vaccine must provide immunity to the virus, protect recipients from getting the virus, reduce deaths, infections, circulation, and transmission of the virus. We are told the experimental jab does none of these, yet they fraudulently call it a vaccine. As far as duress, constraint, and coercion, it's everywhere. If you want your life back, get the shot. Number two, the experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results unprocurable by other methods. The most fruitful method would be a healthy immune system, which can be achieved through good health and natural supplements such as vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. But the people are not being told this, In fact, those who point it out are being vilified and silenced. Number three, the experiment should be designed and based on the results of animal experimentation. This experimental jab skipped animal testing. Number four, the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. According to official reports, there are already thousands of deaths and over a quarter million injuries from this experiment. Number five, 
No experiment should be conducted where there is an a priori reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur. Past trials have shown a strong possibility that these new spike proteins will cause a body to attack itself. This is known as antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. And recent doctors have blown the whistle that this could end up killing everybody who's been vaccinated in the next two years. Number six, the risk should never exceed the benefit. COVID-19 has a 98 to 99% survival rate, less deadly than the seasonal flu. The experimental jab is already the most dangerous vaccine in VAERS 30 year history. Number seven, proper preparations should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, or death. There were no preparations made. There are no facilities. The subject shows up for their shot and goes home. Number eight, the experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. This experiment has been exclusively run by politicians, the media, celebrities, and big pharma bureaucrats. Number nine, the subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end. Thousands of medical experts have attempted to end this madness and their voices continue to be silenced. Number 10, the experiment must be brought to an end if resulting in injury or death. And yet, the experiment pushes on. Once again, those who violate these international laws are subject to the death penalty. Legal proceedings are moving forward and evidence is being collected. Whistleblowers are directed to contact the international team at www.securewhistleblower.com. This is likely the biggest crime ever committed against the world population. And the question is, do we still have a judicial system to exact justice? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Patriots, that last statement is critical. And do we still have a justice system that will be able to execute the, the claims of crimes against humanity? And the answer is that's going to depend a great deal on us, on our local action. All warfare ultimately is local. No matter how big the plans are of the generals, no matter how big the plans are on the strategic movements of troops on the ground or the big movements of aircraft and bombing campaigns, ultimately, all warfare is local. You're going to have to have boots on the ground. You're going to have to have boots on the ground to clear out the villages, to find the bad guys, to clean them out, to round them up, and to get rid of the enemy. That's us in a very different sense because you're not fortunately yet anyway having to carry a sword of steel to battle or a musket. But the fact of the matter is that our actions that we perform locally are critical and have a critical component in the, in the success of this war. That means taking back control of our local communities. That means identifying and calling out the groomers that have embedded themselves. That means even those in the school board they want to find that it's important to mask kids. They're groomers as far as I'm concerned. And if they don't like the title, then change their ways. It's bottom line. These people that have aligned under this banner, which is nothing more than another way of doing the fascist banner, which is the LGBTQIA plus garbage, that banner is a banner where all the pedophiles are hiding. And they've done so in such a way to claim inclusion and to put a guilt upon you if you so challenge them to try to be vocal and to call you racist. Take the title and move on. Keep moving. This is war. And this is not anything to take lightly. You have the Biden administration up here proclaiming that we need to honor the trans people. These are the same freaks that were down here, half of which had sex crimes that were putting little kids on their lap that were men dressed as women down in the, in the Houston library. That's who we're dealing with. So don't give me this line about having to give inclusion to a bunch of people that can't figure out what their gender is and want to put lipstick on. Lipstick on a pig is still a pig. So the bottom line is that we're at a state of war. And right now you're seeing the face of how they're trying to fight this because they're trying to confuse the, the cultural and issues and give themselves immunity. They did the same thing and have done the same thing by assuming the titles of being Jewish. 
and they've done so very effectively. This is the Kazarian Mafia's methodologies. This is how they work, is to work within and to be hidden right in plain sight. So our warfare is local, and it's necessary that it's local, and it's necessary to get out and reach some beach people and get past just the digital interactions. Get to meet people face-to-face. Now, here's a, about a three-minute piece I want you to hear. It, listen carefully. I've tried to improve the audio as much as I can, but it's a really good interview, just a spontaneous connection of two people that are coming together just chatting and realizing a lot of what they have in common. Gabriel, we're here in Louisiana. I pulled up here to look at a truck for sale, and you were telling me something about food and about the news. What are you seeing? The food is not organic. Uh, it's not healthy. It's not clean. We should grow our own food. Being coming from the country, anyway, I, I feel that we should grow our own food. When we don't, what is it? Uh, where does it funnel us to? Man. <laughs> Hospitals. <laughs> and, and they're controlled by who? The government. Pretty much people who don't have our best interests at heart. <laughs> See, y'all, when we reach outside of these phones and talk to each other, you find that we're agreeing on, I mean, you, you talking about a son. You're a dad to your son because you don't want the culture to raise him. You want to raise him yourself. I'd rather homeschool than anything. <laughs> Amen. My personal and, you, and six months ago, you said you stopped watching the news. And he was telling me that he begins to see more and more patterns and where they're psyoping us as a culture and dividing us. Just once you turn that off, you get more clarity. You mentioned something a few months ago that about commercials. But the commer- like all the commercials on radio. He mentioned something I hadn't thought about, but he was telling me that you used to could listen to a radio station here and hear one type of music and ads and advertisements and then drive to Dallas. We're, we're, here, totally different. we're here in Shreveport, Louisiana, and it'd be totally different in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, everything is the same. Like, Even on radio. radio? Yeah, every radio station is pretty much playing the same thing. That's why a lot of people go on to serious radio, different radio. They can have their own choice of radio to listen to. So they're controlling the message at the top so they can control what we ingest mentally and then our food physically. And that drives us to fear and anxiety and sickness, which brings us to big pharma. <laughs> Vaccines. Hey, did you, did you yeah. take a vaccine? Why not? Are you not a good person? No, I'm a very good person. I'm a very clean person. And uh, I was always taught your body is its own, is its own vaccination. It's, it's made to fight off any kind of form of disease or anything, especially anything that's natural. Anything that's not natural. I don't even know Gabriel's last name, and yet he's speaking truth. And truth unites, and our communities cannot be controlled if they are not divided. And information is dividing us from you. When I say us, not I have a diverse audience. I'm talking about the people. Us being, they can't control us if we're divided. Man, I appreciate you taking the time to, to speak to this bunch. Uh, I'll shoot you a link where you can see it posted. You know, it's encouraging to me that when we get out and break the algorithms, we do it by talking to one another, and we see that we want the same things. We want to raise our children to not be the animals of the machine. Anyway, blessings. Indeed. We don't want our children to be animals of the machine. And we need to find ways to bridge the differences and come together. That means face-to-face contact. That's engagement. And that's the real war where we win. On the ground every single day. 
So it's important that we keep that in mind. And all the noise and news confusion that's out here, the chaos, keep in mind that it's intentional, even in the even from the point of view of a lot of the conservative media that's constantly inundating people with news. Don't get hooked. It's easy to get hooked. It's easy to get in that cycle where you can't let it go. You have to see what the next obsession is going to be. You're trying to find truth. You're not going to find truth in headlines. Truth sits within us. Truth sits within us through God. Truth sits in with us, with us through the wisdom and knowledge that God gives us. Right now, more than ever, the focus on everything you do, everything all of us need to be doing, pivots on what are we growing, what are we doing to increase our stocks of food, what are we doing to ensure that we keep our faith stronger than ever every single day, what are we doing to either homeschool or help somebody get their kids to homeschooling, what are we doing to help build in our community? What are we doing to take back control of our health and take put it within our walls rather than dependency on the big pharma? What are we doing to pivot ourselves away from a corporate yoke of a job? What are we doing to think about where we're going away from this corporate architecture, this corporate matrix that they've got us trapped into? And when you put that focus out there, you put that into your prayers, you put that into the listening to God and the wisdom he provides, we put that into every single step in action, we're starting to tear the machine down. This system is not going to be fixed by just putting another politician in place. And that's where I've said many times, I'm totally against the efforts and money that are already being wasted by patriots into this fight. And that reality is going to hit pretty hard. Because when all these people that have been raising money to drive campaigns, to drive politicians into office, and when you can't get food and your neighbor can't get food, that's going to look pretty stupid. Not one politician is talking openly about this need for people to start prepping. Not one politician is making a big deal about, as they should be, about the shortages of food that are on the horizon. You know who is talking about it? It's Wall Street. That's where the truth is coming out. And worse is that Wall Street's telling people to start positioning themselves to, take mo- to make money on the shortages of food. That's putting positions on shorts. And they're playing the commodities market. And they're telling people to make money on the shortage of food. That's the insanity we are living in right now. And we got to get serious and make sure that our neighbors are serious about it. We have to get serious about prepping and getting ourselves strong and be strong islands for this. And most importantly, we've got to build the bridges within, with people, face-to-face, talk, communicate, find, build the tribe that you can trust, and we will get through this. And as we do that, and we do that through our communities to build the strength on, from the bottom up, the big actions like was mapped out a minute ago by InfoWars, those big actions where they're taking action to try to bring these people to justice, they then have the roots that they need to be able to make the big motions happen. But the roots and the base that we're, that we're building is necessary for them to be successful. This is a global action. It's far beyond country borders. It's about God's children versus evil. And it's really that simple. And as long as we stay that true path with God, we will win. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight very focused, very alert, very much aware of the challenges that are put before us in a chaotic war designed specifically to keep us confused and off base, and we know better. We know that we can hold this line. We know that we can walk this line of truth, this line of mental clarity, this line of wisdom and knowledge that you can provide for us. And so, Lord, we pray for the many that may be finding themselves on the edge of confusion to feel that strength and that love that only you can provide. Father, tonight we want to take a special prayer for the many that are out here that are dealing with the consequences of this injection, this consequences of the bioweapon, from those that are suffering through that slow degradation of their immune systems to those that are in the process now of having to witness loved ones or friends slowly degrading, even those that, have just, that are now at that critical moment. And we just pray for them. We pray for, this, pray for mercy here. There's so many because there are so much, there is so much pain right now. And it's by design as this evil seems to relish in our suffering. 
So, Father, we just pray for that strength and that understanding, that compassion, not to have anger, but to have to find acceptance, to work through that process, and that to feel that strength through you, that we can walk this process without having the anger and the vengeance and the hatred in our heart that they so want to stir. And through that process of acceptance, Father, to rise up with the fires of righteousness, that same fire that lit up David, that same fire that drove Gideon, that same fire that drove Joshua, and that we as an army will continue to come together as your people to come together to bring justice to this land and to this world. These people cannot escape this. They cannot escape the damage that they've done to the children, to the elderly, and to the many. But we need to have our clear hearts when we walk this way, Father. So we just ask for that clarity, that release of the burden of the pain so that it does not take us down, but instead raises us up, gives us greater clarity, greater mission, greater focus, that righteousness, that we understand purpose. Let us be the the powerful consoler, those who can pray for those in, in pain, that we can endure these moments and enjoy whatever time we have with our loved ones or friends. Let us build unity and bridges with our friendships of neighbors and our family. But let us never forget what has been done. Let us never accept anything less than 100% justice for every person that has ever been involved with this devious act. Lead us, guide us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are at war, and it's all in the open. It didn't come in the way of a bomber blowing up cities, though we went through that with Antifa and BLM burning down cities. This has come in the form of a brutality of the worst kind, an injection that has been put into people to degrade them and slowly kill them off, a corruption of the mind that's been driven by a bunch of pedophiles and groomers that think it's okay to be pariah upon our children, nursing homes who have continued to be the Nazi concentration camps to isolate the elderly from their family, to break their will, and to slowly watch them die off. This is criminal that's happening globally. And ultimately, it's a reflection deep within us of what we have accepted as a generalized sin across this nation and across this world. Child sex trafficking, abortion, our obsession with material things, our need to make profit off of other people's backs. This is the core of the system that we are in. It is cancer. And it's going to be up to us to bring it down and up to us to reshape it in God's name and in God's image. That means God has to be put back on the throne. And to do that, these Luciferians have to go. There's no other way. So buckle up. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us, and our prayers need to be constantly pushing into him to hear his message, to hear his wisdom, to hear what he needs us to do. This is a perfect army if we execute as God needs us but we, to do so, but we need to hear him and hear what he needs us to do and execute upon that. And God will never forsake us. In the end, God will win, but we are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. 
Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 